Here's a story you'll love with all your heart. This thing on, because it's getting ready to be on. Welcome, gangsters. I have no explanation for what happened. You guys are so young and stupid. No idea who you're talking about. It's a faith-based sports radio program. Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. I'm not certain that that format is ever going to work. I have a high moral standard. I love you guys, love the program. You're already famous in Rochester, but watch out, world. I think it is time to demonstrate the full power of this station. We would be honored if you would join us. Welcome to Benson and Those Guys, brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions. Our Twitter handle is at BTG Program, or you can visit our website, btgprogram.com. I'm here with those guys, Darren and Zach. Zach is exhausted after an emotional few days of roller coaster ride following his beloved New York Hockey Rangers. I'm still trying to get lots of rest and drink lots of fluids after Game 6. How often in... The NHL in hockey is a three-game, three-goal lead, not safe. And in these finals, it's not been safe. It didn't feel safe the other night. Oh my gosh! You're you're sitting on the edge of your seat, trying to trying to follow these games. You're texting me back and forth, and I could just picture you flat out on the floor. Your family nowhere around. You're just going crazy. Yeah, my wife doesn't talk to me for three hours on game nights because I, you know, my hair's standing up. My eyes are probably bugging out. I'm on the edge of my seat. It's how sweaty do you get during these games? Oh, very sweaty. I sit right next to the air conditioner. <laughs> it's a full-fledged <laughs> workout. Yeah. It is. I, I count it as cardio. These, these, these finals have been terrific, though. The hockey finals have been so good. The East Both and series. the West, yeah. You got two seven games. Now, we're recording this. We'll know the outcome of the Rangers' lightning game before this airs. We're sort of in that awkward period of recording before before this airs, and then by the time it does, we'll know the results. But uh, these have been great. By contrast, the NBA finals have not been. Now, there were some good series earlier on, but the finals were duds. I mean, they, now you have LeBron and Curry, though. That's it's going to be fun to watch. Maybe. Le- remember, LeBron is 2-3 and three yeah, but he's in gotten, the finals. He's gotten to five straight it. finals I, now. I get it, but you just, the Hawks didn't show up for that series. I'm just saying, if you're the NBA and your series have been duds, the NHLs have been tremendous, and I know there's, there's more a lot NBA more, fans. Regardless, what I'm saying is their games have been nowhere near as good as the hockey games. They're very one-sided these last couple seasons. Yeah, if you're not the hockey has been tremendous. Do you guys remember that crying piccolo playing girl from Villanova uh, was crying after that third round loss to North Carolina State? Uh, do you remember her pl- playing just crying? She was on Jimmy Fallon. The, the pictures of her went viral. I don't remember her at all. And now actually. the National Bobblehead Hall of Fame Museum, which I don't know if you know there was a National Bobblehead Hall oh, yeah. of who, Fame Museum. Who doesn't? I've never been. I don't even know where it's located or, <laughs> or that one even existed. But they have come out with a bobblehead commemorating crying piccolo playing girl. So you don't have to do much to get into this Hall of Fame. You got to have some sort of bobblehead, which you do not, and she now does. I was just going to ask that. When are they going to get the BTG bobbleheads? Um, if you got a crying piccolo girl bobblehead, that can't be far behind. What are the chances? What are the chances? Check out this segue. 
million to one that Piccolo Girl gets her own bobblehead. Well, speaking of million to one odds, the husband and wife team, congratulations to Tony and Janet Blundy. 50 million to one is what these odds were estimated at. This, this couple was playing golf this past weekend in Grand Ledge, Michigan. On the 16th hole, my man lines up, hits a hole in one. A few moments later, his wife lines up, hits a hole in one. I call shenanigans. It was, was there anybody there to see this? And that's what I was waiting for. Yes, there were witnesses for it. Then they can validate it. How much did it. they pay these witnesses? Hole in one. Can you, have you ever played play golf with your wife? No, it would be awful. I played golf with my wife one time. It was awful, wasn't it? My wife actually took golf in college for she, college she credit. She beat you? She failed the class. <laughs> the only class my wife has ever failed. My wife is the smartest person I've ever met, but she failed golf class how in you, college. How do you fail a sport class? Well, t- Tony and Janet Blundy with matching hole-in-ones on the same hole same day, that's pretty incredible. That 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 would be awesome. You never told us if golfing with your wife was terrible. Um, I, I'm going to reserve comment on that one. <laughs> we're we're not going to get to talk about it. But what we will talk about it is former Indianapolis 500 champion Tony Canan will be his number ten car for this weekend's Detroit Belle Isle Grand Prix. Will be the Taylor Swift car. <laughs> All done up in Taylor Swift decals and pictures, and she is popping oh, up. Grief. She's popping up everywhere. I'm getting so sick of her. Actually, you, that's you're lying because it's impossible to get sick of Taylor Swift. <laughs> and now Tony Canan, you can mark it down. He's going to win the Detroit Belle Isle Grand Prix because he's running the number ten Taylor Swift car. But then he will immediately break up with his sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> That was awesome. But you could easily <laughs> just shake that off. <laughs> oh, we could go all day with this, but we won't. Benson and Those Guys is brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions. Coming up later in the program, we're going to talk with Michael Johnstone of globalbaseball.org. What else we got? We're going to talk about Will Smith. Will Let's Smith. talk about Will Smith right after the break. Benson and Those Guys brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions. Title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town and Country Pest Solutions. The warm weather is here to stay, but so are those pesky critters. Bees are beginning to build their hives, ants are driving everyone nuts, and spiders seem to be popping up in every corner of the house. But thanks to Town and Country Pest Solutions, these nuisances can be no more. If you have a serious problem that needs to be controlled, give them a call. I'm not just advertising for them. I am a customer, and believe me, they have the solution for any pest problem. I've mentioned it before, and it's still true. They have been in business for over 25 years, and their team of knowledgeable professionals guarantee their work. Call Town & Country today at 585-426-5024. That's 585-426-5024. Or visit them online at townandcountrysolutions.com. Town & Country Pest Solutions. They fear nothing but God. McAfee's Remodeling is a full-service remodeling company, locally owned and operated for nearly two decades. McAfee's team of professionals can help remodel or replace your windows, and for exterior and interior remodels, no one beats their personal and professional service. Call McAfee's Remodeling at 585 402 
585-402-1070. That's 585-402-1070. Or visit them online at McAfeeRemodeling.com. Bring it. mentioned before the break we're going to talk about will smith so we're going to bring that up now brewers right-hander will smith i uh, all thought we we're going to talk yeah i know you're, you're thinking man in black right no brewers right-hander will smith who was suspended last week uh when we left the studio after recording last week's program we're sitting now or, or getting some wings or they got games on everywhere we watched this meltdown where will smith gets ejected from the game for having a foreign substance on his arm. And what was the game at that time? It was 2-1. to one. It, it was, was a close. close game, yeah. It was a close game, uh, Brewers-Braves, and he got ejected, and, man, it just it was a meltdown for that. It ended up 7-1, to 8-1, to one, somewhere in it there. It was like a 7- or 8-run inning, yeah. He was suspended eight games. Now, you're a pitcher. Eight games for a pitcher is different than – of course, he's, he's a Two reliever. or three appearances as a yeah, reliever. Yeah, you know, but it's it's a little different. But he had a foreign substance on his arm. And the point I wanted to make is as soon as the Braves called him on it, he went ballistic, you know, yelling yelling at them. It reminded me really of uh, not to the same extent where George Brett comes out in the prime tower game between the Royals and the Yankees, who, by the way, just had a three-game series at the stadium where the Yankees just took it to him. <laughs> The Yankees are back, baby. They are back. Anyway, we're talking about Will Smith. Did you see? Well, of course you saw. You were right there sitting with me when we watched <laughs> that meltdown. How classic was that? I'm thinking he got mad at the Braves because he knows every single one of their pitchers are doing the exact same thing. I, I don't know, but he's he's cheating. And then he's mad at them because they're calling him out for cheating. That made no sense. At some point, you just go, yeah, you got me. All right. What? But if you're a pitcher, why do you have it on your arm for everybody to see? Yeah, you got to hide that better. It's kind of on Will Smith. It it kind of is. Right? And just sitting there, of course, everybody can see it. It's a different color. And you mentioned off air that a lot of folks have said to you, "Well, it's a, it's a combination of rosin and suntan oil, yeah, sunscreen, or something." That's what pretty much every pitcher says after they get caught. But Honestly, I heard a, I've heard, I can't remember who I said, I heard say it, but they're like, why not just make it legal? Why not just put a pine tar bag next to the rosin bag behind the mound to just make it legal? Because everyone's doing something like this. Well, that, that's fine. And it's, this goes all the way back. I mentioned George Brett. This goes all the way back to there. They overturned, they called George Brett out later, the commissioner's office overturned that because it wasn't in the spirit of the rule. Now that's baloney. If you don't like the rule, change the rule. But as long as the rule is written, you need to play by the rule. So if you want to allow them to have sunscreen on, now that sunscreen argument is just ridiculous because don't wear sunscreen. Isn't sunscreen slippery anyway? Don't wear it. If if it's a foreign substance, you're not allowed to use it. Now, if you don't like that rule and you think foreign substance should be allowed, you want to use pine tar and whatever the rule you want to go with and you have a majority of people that agree, yeah, let's let's do that, well, then change the rule. But as long as the rule is there, you have to abide by what's written. And you can't get mad at the other team because they called you on it. And if I was the Braves, I would have been rating for just the right opportunity. And they did. The right opportunity came along because they came, that team came unglued. Like I've rarely seen. You give up a few runs, but it was ugly. There was errors. It was just, 
Oh, yeah, we were talking about, we saw Carlos Gomez, who's an all-star, ball goes right under his glove in center field, an easy catch, ground ball to second baseman, he has a lot of time to throw to first, and air mails it over the first baseman's head. Just, that whole team suddenly was the bad news bears. Yeah. Now, in good news baseball, earlier this week, the Montreal Expos may be returning to the Major League scene. How awesome would that be, those classic jerseys and caps and yuppie the mascot nobody knows what he is but he's cool (laughs) yeah what's a yuppie i don't know there's only one one of my one of my favorite um memorabilia items is my gary carter autographed expos jerseys that's here in studio i i love that just because the expos jersey is is a classic i'd love to see the expos back and they did fairly well in those exhibition games against the reds but could, could they sustain a team they couldn't last time well, they sold a lot of tickets when the Blue Jays and Reds played. Now, whether they could sustain that over a full season or whether that's just people who are thirsty for baseball and they get a series there, time would tell. But I feel like baseball kind of owes it to them because the strike in 94, when that happened, the Expos were running away with it. They were going to win the World Series. That team was loaded, and the strike cost them that chance. Well, they were they were they had the best record in baseball at the time. That's a great 30 for 30. On, on that Expos team. They were, I think they were one and two. They were number one. The Yankees were right behind him at number two. That was going to be a classic. They had some great names on that roster. Randy Johnson, Pedro Martinez, Larry Walker. I mean, the Expos had some great players. Vladimir Guerrero. Hand great, cannon. Great players come through that organization. I'd love it if Montreal had a team again. And if they were the Expos, if they came back with, where the Montreal, who know what's, you know, I'm not interested. If it's the Expos and the classic Expos jerseys, I'm all for it. they got to be able to draw more fans than the Rays do. That's horrible. I don't even know why the Rays are still in Tampa. The best solution to this problem is just to put the Rays in Montreal, but they can't get out of that stupid lease. 2027 they're there till I think. The worst lease signing in the history of sports. It would be bad to take a team from someplace that loves it and deserves it to put it there when you have the Rays who draw, what, 12,000, 14,000 a game. I want to go back to hockey for a minute. The Buffalo Sabres announced their new head coach this week. And Zach, you're our hockey expert. Do you, do you like the signing? I do. And we talked a little bit about him last week uh, off air. Um, he's a very good coach. He's only 44 years old. He's already won a Stanley Cup. Um, he doesn't get as much credit as I think he should. Now, let me ask, stop you there for a second. You said he, he's already won a Stanley Cup. But the knock on Bielsma is that he won it with a team that was already well-established. He won it with great players. And he did. And that's actually where I was going when I said he doesn't get as oh, much credit as I'm, he should. I'm sorry. I'm getting rebuked. Is that Well, no. But he had Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin in their scoring primes. And people, you know, you think the Penguins, he's like, well, well, he had Crosby and Malkin. But if you look a lot of the time, I mean, they had a lot of injuries to other players. They didn't have a lot of depth on those teams besides those top players. Um, and he went to the playoffs with a goaltender and Marc-Andre Fleury who had a complete meltdown every time they got to the playoffs. That's the only reason I think they haven't got more cups. But, um, I mean, he, he was 38 when he won the cup. He took over the team midseason after uh, Terry Ann was fired. He, he coached 25 games of the regular season. They only lost three in regulation, and he wins the cup. 
And uh, they never had fewer than 101 points in any season that he coached. Uh, I think if you add Jack Eichel, yeah. which is probably going to be your number two pick, and, and you got Dan Bielsma, I I got I think this is going to be okay. Yeah. I think at the there's light at the end of the tunnel for the Buffalo Sabres. They're not going to be terrible forever. Yeah. This is a guy that has experience not only coaching young star players in Pittsburgh, but as the coach of the U.S. Olympic team as well. And uh, and the system that he ran in Pittsburgh, he had a lot of very good centers, which actually is a position that the Sabres are pretty good at. So I think it's a good move for Buffalo. I think it's a much better move than had they overspent for Babcock. I, I think Buffalo fans will be happy with how this turns out. I think out. Buffalo fans got to be happy with the Pagulas in general. Bringing in Rex Ryan for the Buffalo Bills, bringing in Dan Bilsma for, for the Buffalo Sabres, they're making... National waves, not just regional news. They're making national news, and, and and they're moving and they're shaking. And there's something to be excited about if you're a Buffalo fan. You know what this means? That when the Buffalo teams fail, it's just going to be even more spectacular. You are the worst fan that ever existed. It on the always happens. You're you give are, it time. I don't. I would never want you rooting for one of my teams. You always look at the negative side. You were born to be a Boston Red Sox fan. <laughs> You're always waiting for the for the worst to happen. Coming up after this break, we're going to talk with Michael Johnstone. Michael is a missionary to the country of Kosovo using baseball as a tool to share Jesus Christ. You're listening to Benson and Those Guys, brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions. Juventus FC, the Italian champions and one of the best soccer clubs in the world, will be hosting a five-day camp here in Rochester. Coaches from the Juventus Youth Academy are coming all the way from Italy to share the coaching and soccer philosophy of one of the most successful soccer clubs ever. The camp is open to boys and girls ages 5 to 17 who want to improve their level of play. Each participant will experience five days of top quality training and will leave the camp with a brand new Juventus uniform, a participation diploma, and some fantastic memories. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to learn from the best and show them what you can do. The dates of this amazing camp are July 20th through the 24th at Grace and Truth Sports Park in Hilton. The cost is $375 and you can register online at abcsportscamps.com forward slash JSC. We talk a lot about the different G&T athletics that are offered. Do you know there's a swim camp? Oh, really? I like swimming. Well, it's not for you. It's for your kids starting ages three, four years old. As long as they can put their face in the water for at least three seconds, <laughs> that's a level one swimmer. Oh, all right. They have a, The camp is July 6th to the 10th. It goes from noontime to 5 p.m., depending on what level is level one. Five level hours two. of swimming for, for no, kids? No, no, no. There's different classes. Oh, You've okay, got level okay. one, level three, level four, level two. You've got all these different levels. So you sign up for, I don't know, it's an hour, hour and a half. It's what if I don't months. know how to swim? That's what this camp is for. It you said it you. wasn't for me. I want to learn how to swim. Well, I, it's for your kids. It's not for you. Can I join with them? $50, your kid learns how to swim. But I'm surprised that you guys, you guys are young enough. I'm surprised you guys haven't done this. Um, this camp has been around for a while. My wife always talks about doing it. Maybe I should. Well, you can't. You're not getting it. This you're you're such a moron. I want to swim. This is for your kids. Fine. Starting at your how old? Are, well, it doesn't matter. Three starting at ages three or four. If they can put their face in the water for a few seconds without freaking out, 
then this camp mm. is for them. July 6th through 10th, you can sign up, gntathletics.info. That's gntathletics.info, July 6th through the 10th, 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. Michael Johnstone joins us once again. He's the European Director for Global Baseball. When we last talked to you, Michael, moving to Kosovo as a missionary was still a ways off. This time it's what a week away. Has that started settling in yet? Yeah, it's uh, it is. We are we will fly to Europe in two weeks. So we're we're in the final preparation mode. Uh, actually, we're our living room right now is full of uh, boxes that we're packing up with with some personal items and a lot of baseball gear. So uh, it's becoming a lot a lot more real than it was back in February. I think in February we hadn't even bought our tickets yet, so it was still that that kind of vague. Uh, time limit, you know, sometime in, in early June, but but now with our tickets and our, and our bags packed, it is it is time. So, Just to remind our listeners, Michael Johnstone is the European Director for Global Baseball. You can find out more about their ministry, globalbaseball.org, but Michael and his family are moving to Kosovo to be missionaries, using the game of baseball as a tool to share the gospel message of Jesus Christ. Michael, how long are you planning to be in Kosovo? Are these one-way tickets? Well, uh, we're kind of just leaving that up to, to God's providence. We're going there uh, to move and, and live, and however long we have a, a welcome community and an open door, we'll stay there. Obviously, this will be a huge lifestyle change, what I would imagine would be a, a, a just a major adjustment. What are some of the things, just in getting established there, what are some of the first things you'll need to do when you get to Kosovo? Well, a lot of, a lot of just real uh, uh, necessary steps of finding a house to rent and buying a car and then some of the other kind of things that don't always realize need to happen, but we need to do a lot of a lot of paperwork and uh, registering Global Baseball as a nonprofit, uh, non-governmental organization in Kosovo, and getting ourselves some legal status. Uh, so all those all those kind of legal hoops to drop, to jump through that are that are very difficult at times, but also just time consuming. Of course, baseball is not the national pastime there in Kosovo, at least not yet, anyway. How will you go about? getting them interested, getting them involved, and spreading the word? Well, you know, social media is, is a good way, uh, but, but you know, that's kind of just the awareness side of it. We did a, a camp back in June, we talked about last time, that, that we had 200 kids come to, and then um, I believe we had just returned from our Coaches Academy uh, back in, in January, and that's really where it, where we're hoping that it starts, is kind of at that grassroots level where we get some, uh, some young men and women involved playing baseball and, and learning the game. And just hoping that then they'll create the the excitement and the, the desire to learn the game. And we're already seeing some of that uh, begin already. Michael Johnstone is joining us once again here on Benson and Those Guys. He is with Global Baseball. He is a missionary to the country of Kosovo. You can follow Michael on Twitter at GBaseballEurope. That's at GBaseballEurope. And you can find out more about Global Baseball at their website, globalbaseball.org. You recently did a terrific blog piece on the anxiousness as your departure date draws near, and you compared that to Psalm 23. Can you share that story with our listeners? Yeah, um, it's, it, you know those those times when you know you can't be the strong missionary, and, and you realize that you are just a human being that's totally dependent on on the strength of the Holy Spirit and the will of God. And uh, it was one of those days where I definitely woke up in the middle of the night. Not, I wouldn't quite call it a panic attack, but Certainly, whenever there's something weighing on your heart, you just can't sleep. So I was really trying to process that and pray through that. And I was sitting at the 
the uh, dining room table, working on some things, and actually started to write this blog post and didn't really know where I was going with it. And uh, my dad was listening to a, a Bible study video uh, in the other room, and it began to talk about uh, Psalm 23. We've all heard Psalm 23, and we like to use that as a as a comfort, and, and I think that's definitely why it's there. Um, but they were talking, uh, the guy on the video, can't even, I don't even know what the video was, but uh, he was just talking about how we as sheep, as God's sheep, uh, we just have to trust the, the shepherd's voice, that we just need to uh, just trust that the shepherd knows where the pastures are, where we need to rest, and where, you know, where we're going to find our provision. And so we just need to, to listen to the voice of God and listen to the voice of the shepherd and uh, and just move through life, uh, trying to be obedient and understanding that God does have those pastures uh, on the plan, and He knows where He's going and where He's taking us. And so that was just encouraging uh, for me to to kind of work through. I know uh, <laughs> I've actually opened up my own blog post, you know, three or four times, and uh, since I wrote it, uh, just kind of going back to it because just writing it and knowing that uh, doesn't fully take the anxiousness away. In addition to Kosovo, you're also planning to spend some time in Austria, and you once played in the Austrian baseball leagues. You've also gone there and done coaches' clinics, and you're planning to do more of those coaches' clinics. What kind of impact do you expect to get from those clinics? Yeah, we're, we've got a, a three-week academy planned uh, where we're going to be working with, with mostly younger players, uh, but there's going to be some uh, some older teenagers and, and uh, maybe some, some of the adult players that we'll bring along as well. Uh, it's going to be kind of a threefold camp. We're going to have uh, a section of the camp that's for beginners because it has been it has been taken out to the to the general Viennese community. So we could have a lot of people that have never picked up a baseball glove before. So we'll have we'll have that aspect of it. Uh, we'll have some you know some kids who are playing recreationally with the little league and and just wanting to improve their skills a little bit. And then we're going to have some national team level players and some kids that are you know that are really growing in their skills and and becoming better ball players. So we've uh so that'll be an interesting interesting time because it'll it will be such kind of a varied varied approach. But we're just hoping to continue to, to build relationships with these guys and you know, especially some of those that are signed up for all three weeks. We're gonna be with them uh quite a while. Uh so that'll be a, a really good opportunity to just show the love of God and, and be witness and testimony to the power of grace and I hope that we can do that through baseball. It is always an encouragement to me to see God use something like sports ministry or baseball in particular to bring honor and glory to his name and use it to impact and change the lives of people. And you've got a number of these stories that come from these coaches' clinics that you put on, including some since the last time we spoke. Yeah, I just wanted to kind of give a praise report to, to your listeners who, who were praying for the Coaches Academy. There's been actually a couple of the coaches who we trained who went back to their communities and began to play baseball with, with, uh, kids and young adults that were, that they were connected with. And so we were able to send, uh, send a lot of equipment home with those guys. Yeah, one guy in particular, uh, has gotten a group of about 20 to 25 kids that, and I, I mean, they're not kids. They're, 14 to 25 years old. And, uh, they've been playing pretty consistently twice a week for the last three or four months as, as weather allows. And uh, the cool story of it is that it's kind of our very own field of dreams because they, uh, you know, they've been playing on this farmer's field and, you know, they were out there, they would, you know, the farmer, it was before planting time. So they were able to go out there without, 
uh, without too much concern, and, and he was he was willing to let them play. And, uh, but then about uh, two months ago, he came to them and said, "Hey, look, guys, it's it's about to to get into planting season, and uh, I you can either rent the field from me, or I'm going to have to ask you to stop playing baseball." And so this coach uh, sent a message to me asking if there was any way that we could rent the field, and so it ended up being 300 euro for an entire year of field rental, which was just a, a far below what I expected. And so on this field now that we're renting, uh, we're hoping to, in the coming weeks and months uh, as we get there, uh, that'll be kind of one of the first projects that we begin to work on is, is starting to develop this first baseball field in Kosovo. As the movie with Field of Dreams, you know, this, this baseball field rising out of a farmer's field uh, and basically the farmer deciding to not plant his crop and to instead allow uh, kids to play baseball. So we're pretty excited about that because that's happening without us there. You know, that's happening with a uh, local initiative and, and kids who just want to play baseball and, and want a field of their own. And, and after we started renting the field, they actually went out. There was a, uh, an irrigation ditch that went through the field, and, and so they, they spent a the day filling that in, and then they spent another day clearing out rocks and other debris. And, and uh, most recently, they... There were two guys that went out with these old-fashioned sickles, I guess. So they get out there with uh, with these these pretty sharp sickles and are and are just cutting the grass because they don't have a lawnmower or a, or a weed whacker yet. So you know, there's there's all these cool things that are happening with this field, you know, with kids that, that I've never actually even met uh, that are just playing baseball and 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 so we're you know that we're we're definitely encouraged by that because it's not something that we're forcing on on anybody and we're not. You know, it, it's something that is that is starting to grow uh, kind of organically, so we're really excited about that. Wow. Praise the Lord. How cool is that? That's the impact we talk about when you're using sports ministry, and you can use anything. In this case, you're using baseball simply as a tool to get into the lives of people, to build relationships in order to share the gospel message of Jesus Christ, but doing it with a heart for God and waiting on Him, trusting in Him to add the increase. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, you know it's kind of cool to see the fruit right away. Um, and actually, the kid who uh, is the coach uh, who who we trained is actually one of one of two believers that that was at the the conference or at the at the coaches academy. So it's really really nice to see a, a young man of God who who is seeing baseball as a viable way to meet the needs of his own community. And so that's really an encouragement to us. Now, with all that you have going on in your life and getting you and your family prepared for Kosovo, you also coached this spring with Providence Christian College as part of the Christian University Partnership Program. Can you tell us about that program and perhaps how God worked through that experience for you? Yeah, it's a, kind of a unique program that we've been able to just kind of fall into and, and develop through Global Baseball. Uh, we, we, we essentially uh, identify guys who want to get into coaching, um, want to continue with their coaching or baseball career through coaching, and but but also want to be involved in ministry in some way. So it's it's a way for for guys to to get involved in ministry, to get involved in coaching, and it it helps the Christian universities because we we have the guys who are who are part of the program raise their financial support. So when they get placed with a Christian university. Uh, they're not really a huge budget uh, um, line on the on the baseball program's budget, so it allows the baseball program to to add to their coaching staff, and it and it gets them a guy who is who is going to be focused on the discipleship of the players, on uh, the mental or mental and physical, uh, but also spiritual development of the players, and that'll be their 
their main focus. So it really rounds out the coaching staff in a way because, you know, a lot of times with Christian universities, it's very difficult to have a guy who who is focused on, you know, setting up Bible studies and, and following up, even though most head coaches at Christian universities are, are doing that to, to a certain extent, they just don't have the time to fully fully uh, develop that type of program. Good night, man. With all that you had going on, what led you to do that on top of everything else? <laughs> I'm crazy. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm I'm pretty uh, impulsive sometimes. So when I get some when I get opportunities, I like to to go through it. And we just saw that you know God was opening up an opportunity for us because uh, as a family, we were able to move up to Pasadena and have some you know kind of have our own space for for a few months. So that was kind of the the personal side of it, but. It really gave me a, a you know an opportunity to to strengthen my own coaching skills uh, and to to put them into play at a, at a new level as well. You know, at the collegiate level, it's it's a you know a whole different ball game and uh, progressing forward. And so to to have that uh, under my belt, that was great. And I also saw it as as an opportunity to you know get some young men mobilized for global baseball activities. You know, one of our great desires is to see baseball players who you know, maybe don't want to hang up the cleats and, and want to want to continue with baseball, but also feel that the Lord is calling them into ministry. You know, there's a way that we can mobilize these guys and, and to help give them opportunities. So it's, you know, it's exciting to be able to just pour into these guys' lives and, and spend time with them in the Word and lead devotions at, at practice, but then just to get to know them and, and get to know uh, how God's working in their lives. And, you know, the exciting thing about that is that then they get to join us on on various global baseball uh, activities around the world. Right now, we've got five guys from from some of the different partnership schools and from some other Christian universities that aren't officially partnering with global baseball. They'll be joining us in Europe to to help out and, and to continue to, to to see how God's calling them to use baseball in ministry. Now, we talk a lot of baseball, and we use terms like uh, a coach, and you're a director, and you got all these things, but you're also a missionary. <laughs> you are going to another country using baseball simply as a tool to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And missionaries need support. Bottom line, they need support. Of course, our listeners can pray, but how can they support you financially? Well, we are required and, and tasked with raising our financial support. You know, as you said, our, our living expenses, our, you know, our housing and food and, and all this. And you know, Because as we, we go to offer our, our program, uh, you know, we really, with Global Baseball, we really want to, you know, in, in as many cases as possible, provide our knowledge and our services uh, at no charge to the kids who are participating. So so it's a very difficult uh, opportunity to raise revenue and, and generate revenue. And uh, so, yeah, we, we ask people who, you know, see this as a, as a viable ministry opportunity, they see it, see it as something that, that strikes their fancy and, and you know, reaches reaches people through things that they enjoy and we ask them to to give of their treasure to to partner with us. It's a really cool way to be part of something because then you know you're when you when you put your money into something then you you value that. And and I think you know to have team members who you know we we obviously want to have people who go along with us. Uh we want to have people who are who are consistently praying for us. Um but then the third element is definitely people who are you know, setting up a, an electronic deposit to send, you know, 50 to 100 to $500 a month to us to, to help make these things possible or, or somebody who writes a check every month or, or once a year or whatever. Uh, so we, we are still in need of, of monthly support. We still probably need about, 
well, we really need about $1,000 more in monthly support before we we really feel that we can comfortably do everything. Now, fortunately, as we get started, you know, a lot of those ministry expenses aren't yet uh, necessary. So so we're kind of going over uh, really in a step of faith that God's going to continue to provide. The whole experience of raising financial support has been a very interesting one. We've We've been support raising missionaries for five years, and and it's interesting that, you know, a lot of times we've been under uh, what our budget is as far as what we need and what we think we need. Uh, but God has always provided uh, what we actually need in the fullness of time and in, in the, the the full context of time as well. So, uh, but yeah, we'd like to invite people to, to con- prayerfully consider joining joining as financial team members. And they can do that by, by visiting globalbaseball.org. And there's a donate page there and they can uh, they can indicate that it goes for Michael Johnstone or any of the other staff on Global's staff. We know that God loves a cheerful giver and that he will bless that generosity. And what an opportunity to be blessed by being a blessing to someone else, helping this family accomplish all that they believe God has called them to do. And, of course, they need finances to do it, and they need your help. You can go to globalbaseball.org. You can make a donation for Michael Johnstone and help get this family uh, the, the the support that they need. Now, you mentioned prayer. What are some of the specific things that you still you still have a need for that we can pray about? Yeah, well, uh, we've got to pack a bunch of boxes and, and get them off and and ship them. And so there's you know, there's always a little bit of anxiety that goes with that because you know you're you're sending off your personal belongings and hoping that they get there and uh, you know we're praying that. That they get to their final location safely, uh, we'll put them in the, the mail probably next two days or so. Or, so that's that's a big deal to get them get them there safely without uh, a lot of customs uh, charges. You know, so hopefully uh, customs lets those in without adding taxes. And we're also just prayerfully waiting for the right home to rent and and the the right car to buy something that's inexpensive but also of good value that it's going to because we're going to be driving all over Europe so it's got to be something that can be safe for our family and 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 still be able to carry a lot of baseball gear so those are you know, those are some pretty practical prayer requests that uh of of things that need to happen but also just for our family you know it's uh Transition overseas is difficult, and transition overseas when there's a lot of unknowns is, is even harder. So, uh, to be able to balance that and, and have stress levels stay at a, a manageable level, and uh, for our son to who's 15 to you know be able to, to settle in well and make friends and be be an active part of the ministry himself, and then for our daughter who's three to to not get so caught up in the the confusion that she starts to kind of lose lose her security. So, you know, all those things are, are very necessary and, and helpful for prayer. Michael, I want to thank you once again for joining us here on Benson and Those Guys. Awesome. Just appreciate the support that you've given and uh, the excitement that you've had for us as well. So that's, that's really encouraging. Well, it's my pleasure. It's a joy to talk to you. I wish you all the best in Kosovo. We'll be praying for you. All the best to you and your family. Great. Thank all right. You. We've been talking with Michael Johnstone of Global Baseball. He and his family heading to Kosovo to serve the Lord. You can go to the website, globalbaseball.org, make a financial gift. I'm sure they'd appreciate that. You can follow Michael on Twitter, G Baseball Europe. That's G Baseball Europe. You're listening to Benson and Those Guys, brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions.
We've been running that ad for GNTU Soccer. The boys' 11U division has already filled up in the Happy Five division. There are still openings in the girls' 11U, and of course the youth soccer for the 14U. We have openings in boys and girls, but it's signing up quickly. So if you want to play, get signed up. Games are played Saturday mornings beginning August 15th and continues through October 3rd. Like I say, space is limited. This program is very popular. Registration is open. You can go to gntsoccer.com. All games are played at GNT Sports Park in Hilton. It's been around for 24 years. The soccer program offered through GNT Athletics teaches soccer in a fun, family-centered environment that is sure to provide your family with many fond memories. For more information or to register, visit gntsoccer.com. Title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions. The warm weather is here to stay, but so are those pesky critters. Bees are beginning to build their hives, ants are driving everyone nuts, and spiders seem to be popping up in every corner of the house. But thanks to Town & Country Pest Solutions, these nuisances can be no more. If you have a serious problem that needs to be controlled, give them a call. I'm not just advertising for them. I am a customer, and believe me, they have the solution for any pest problem. I've mentioned it before, and it's still true. They have been in business for over 25 years, and their team of knowledgeable professionals guarantee their work. Call Town & Country today at 585-426-5024. That's 585-426-5024. Or visit them online at townandcountrysolutions.com. Town & Country Pest Solutions. They fear nothing but God. Welcome back to Benson and Those Guys. We're brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions. You can follow us on Twitter at BTG Program. You can visit our website, btgprogram.com. I know you're probably out there thinking that this is a highly intellectual show and we do very intelligent things during the break, but me and the moron twins just kind of sat around stating Napoleon Dynamite quotes. <laughs> and it was awesome. And it was the best five minutes. That It was sweet. It was just hilarious. I, that movie... Never stops being funny to me for whatever reason. My favorite scene, I love, he shoots a cow in front of that school bus. <laughs> Sweet. Oh my goodness, this is so ridiculous. And, and the Uncle Rico. How do you not love Uncle Rico? I think my favorite's the guy that, the karate instructor that wears the, uh, American flag pants. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, it, not only was the movie so good that we were doing quotes all through the break, but we're we're still doing them now. It's Jacob <laughs> Maritime talking about it. We're now critiquing a movie that's like 12 years old. But congratulations to the Rochester Rhinos, still unbeaten. The Rochester Rhinos earlier this week defeated the Harrisburg City Islanders in uh, the U.S. Open Cup, which I, I know you guys aren't real soccer fans, but I, th- I kind of like that U.S. Open Cup. This was an exciting game they were down one nothing and then they tied it up with uh, a goal late in the game i'm i think it was somewhere around 107 minutes that they get a goal to tie it up and then they win it in overtime with goals at the or the second overtime i should say they win it with goals at the 115th and the 120th minute Do they are now like you're not impressed they are now 6 0 oh, and 4 at four ties, I, I know. Lame. I, yeah, I know what you, your look. You got that look on your face, like you just want to jump through the microphone and say, "Oh, they got four ties. It's That's soccer. Just so. as bad as losing. 
if this were the Buffalo Bills and they were 6-0-4, you guys would be standing on the table in your skivvies, jumping up and down with excitement and glee because they were undefeated at 6-0-4. You know you'd be no, telling because me. because you have four ties. It, if it was football, you'd be you'd be jumping up and down with joy. Not if I bought a ticket to go to a game and watch however many minutes long that game is and nobody scores a goal. That's two hours. That was 120 minutes they played. Imagine That's... sitting for... Like those zero zero ties. Like if you sit there for 120 minutes and nobody scores a goal, say this about what you will about soccer. Running around on that field for two hours, the way they do, because that goal, that second second overtime goal, was scored at the 120th minute. That's a lot. Being a goalie seems like the best choice for soccer. You get to use your hands and stand there most of the game. Says the guy who played goalie. Yeah, it was the best choice of my life. Yeah, aren't the Red Wings in first place too? We don't want to... Why did you have to mention the Red Wings? You're going to make Benton mad now. Should I... I said the local AAA team, aren't they in first place? Well, here's here's the story. They sort of <laughs> frosted my fan. Here we go. They, they did. They've peated my Fruit Loops. And we probably shouldn't say it because sure they're all fine people and I've always enjoyed going to the games. And but, I'm sure they're all listening. Yeah, well, of course they are. This is America's favorite faith-based sports talk show That's heard on this show at this time. Featuring these three guys. So I'm guessing that. Anyway, I'm going to tell you the story. So just sit there and listen to me when I'm telling you why they have peed in my Fruit Loops. <laughs> and it just, I, I approached them and I said, listen, we, we want to come to the games. Can you give me some tickets? All right, I, I get it. I'm looking for free tickets. I'm trying to get comped here and get myself in the game. But my figuring is this. That stadium is always empty. There's always empty seats. And I've seen me. At baseball games, and I know how much I eat. Now I've seen you guys, so I'm thinking, <laughs> all right, why don't you give us some tickets? We'll talk about you on the show. We'd love to have some of your athletes come on. And they said, oh yeah, we think we can do that. That'd be great. Then, well, I'm not sure. They kind of started backpedaling, and then there's been like silence for weeks. And they said, ah, I'll get back to you. We're now June. The season is a good well, uh, good way on. Un- Our situation has not improved. <laughs> and it has it. You're absolutely right. We're a good way into the season, and I, I, I've heard nothing. Now, Darren goes to the game the other day, and he says he eats $30 worth of food. 35 $35 worth of food. I'm thinking the three of us at a game, we're eating that practically every time. They are not losing money <laughs> on us. But I am the king at cutting off my nose in spite of my face, and... You won't see me there. So take that, Red Wings. So take local that. AAA team. He's also said he's going to root for the Bisons multiple times. We, we, how great would that be to get the Bisons <laughs> to sponsor this show? <laughs> <laughs> if they gave us free tickets, I'm I'm having fun. Look, it's no big deal, but it just it's kind of funny to bring up because we are talking about the Rhinos and both Rochester teams currently in first place. So that's that's pretty cool. Speaking of local news, the Buffalo Bills have announced their training camp will be opening. Uh, they'll they'll have a I think five night practices. They will show up to camp July thirtieth at St. John Fisher. Their first practice will be ten a.m. Friday, July thirty first. Who's there? You know, I've lived here my entire life, and I have never actually gone to a Bills practice. I mean, have have you been, Zach? I have been. It, it was cool. I just you know they're practicing no one's there's no announcer telling you what player is doing what and you kind of have to figure it out for yourself we are major radio celebrities 
that are supposed to know. You're you're the stats nerd guy. That's your role. You're supposed to know all those guys. Well, back when I went to camp, there there was nobody good on the team to watch. So, uh, this is a know. new era. Anyway, the Buffalo Bills opening camp. I I think it's a good time to go. I, I've been a couple of times. It's I, I enjoy it. I'm looking forward to getting out there. I've never been to any of the night ones, but I'm looking forward to getting out, seeing some Buffalo Bills. Well, let's get back to soccer for a minute. What a Do we have mess. To? Well, they are in the news. This FIFA situation is pretty ugly. They had their offices raided in Zurich, Switzerland. A number of them arrested for this fraud scandal and this bribery scandal, which, what was the line you gave us, Darren? The quote that I got out of this that just kind of blew my mind. Just say the quote. <laughs> the idea of being shocked about bribery and racketeering at FIFA is like being shocked about jumping into a pool and finding yourself wet. Everyone apparently knows that FIFA's dirty, yet it's allowed to continue to run it, run soccer the way they have? I don't understand. If you're a soccer fan, if you know the sport's dirty and the people that run the sport are dirty, how do you buy tickets? How do you watch? How do you support it? We, listen, it's no different than anything else. We see, we see, and, and this is sort of the point I want to make. The guy in the street does not care. We talk, we keep talking about soccer making major inroads and we love you soccer. It's very popular here in Rochester, especially, but at the national level, it's not going to ever get to where football, baseball, basketball, I, in my opinion, even so- hockey will be. And, and the reason is deflate gate, a couple of, a couple of PSI and everybody's talking about it. Everybody's talking about it. This is a hundred and fifty million dollar scandal. People are getting arrested and going to jail. And other than the media, the TV, newspaper, nobody's really talking about it. No. Nobody cares. There is a guy on Twitter named Gary Leineker. I have no idea who that is, but he's got that little blue check mark next to his name, which means he's verified, so he's somebody important. <laughs> he he says this is an this is extraordinary. FIFA is imploding. This is the best thing that wait, could possibly happen in a beautiful a game. You're saying you're important only if you have one of those blue checks next oh, to you. Oh, he's verified so he's somebody. We don't, don't we don't have it. But you just said so he, so he's important. I, <laughs> I don't have a blue check next to my name. My people, people clearly know the people people need to know this is the real Gary Lineker or whoever that is. But what I'm saying is he's he must be a soccer guy. I have no idea so, who he is. What you said is so he must be important. <laughs> yeah. You have to have a check mark next to your name on Twitter now if you're important. Oh my goodness. So where we live in, man? That means 2015. You have, what? You've got 2000 or more followers and that how you get the blue check? I have no idea, but he's somebody in soccer, I guess. I don't know. But uh yeah, he's saying this is a good thing. Can you imagine like the NFL or the NCAA or somebody like that imploding? That would be catastrophic. It wouldn't be a good thing. So why is FIFA even needed if people are saying this is a good thing that they're imploding. Well, they they watch over the World Cup and other or organized soccer yeah, matches. I'm so that. glad that a dirty but company's listen, watching. We were over all the World excited Cup. about the World Cup last year. We're kind of excited about it coming up. I hear, saw a report where Vladimir Putin uh, from Russia he was on there saying, "Well, the United States is only involved because they want to pull the 2018 World Cup away from Russia." Now that's not true. the The idea that these these bribes were made on U.S. soil involving U.S. currency and deposited in U.S. banks. Well, that makes us, uh, we're interested in this thing. We don't want your dirt in our backyard. 
Well, I'm more concerned about the 2022 World Cup. You're going to have it in Qatar. Is that how you say it? I've heard Qatar. I've heard Qatar. I think it's actually a blend of the two. I think it's Qatar. In Qatar. So who cares? It's the first one in an Arab country. They're going to play it in November and in December. Who in America is going to watch it in November and December? We're all going to be watching actual football. (laughs) In playoff stretch football, football games that matter. The World Cup is not going to matter at that point. I just, that awarding, you know who also, well, of course, the United States also was bidding for 2022, but so was Japan, who just won the Women's World Cup last time out. I would rather have seen it in Japan or another soccer nation than Qatar. I mean, uh, the money they paid to get it, what are they going to count on, tourism dollars? Are you guys taking your families there? Is anybody going to take their family to the Middle East to see a soccer game? Yeah, me as an American, let's take my family to an Arab country. That sounds like a great idea. Coming up after the break, we got Darren's Unreasonable Rant. We got our Pest of the Week. Our show's brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions. You're listening to Benson and those guys. Juventus FC, the Italian champions and one of the best soccer clubs in the world, will be hosting a five-day camp here in Rochester. Coaches from the Juventus Youth Academy are coming all the way from Italy to share the coaching and soccer philosophy of one of the most successful soccer clubs ever. The camp is open to boys and girls ages 5 to 17 who want to improve their level of play. Each participant will experience five days of top quality training and will leave the camp with a brand new Juventus uniform, a participation diploma, and some fantastic memories. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity to learn from the best and show them what you can do. The dates of this amazing camp are July 20th through the 24th at Grace and Truth Sports Park in Hilton. The cost is $375 and you can register online at abcsportscamps.com forward slash JSC. McAfee's Remodeling is a full-service remodeling company, locally owned and operated for nearly two decades. McAfee's team of professionals can help remodel or replace your windows, and for exterior and interior remodels, no one beats their personal and professional service. Call McAfee's Remodeling at 585-402-1070. That's 585-402-1070. Or visit them online at McAfeeRemodeling.com. And the moment we've all been waiting for. Tom Brady wears Uggs. I have no knowledge of anything. I have no explanation for what happened. The highlight of the show. I'm not going to let our fans down. The reason people tune in week after week. Said no one ever. Darren's Unreasonable Rant. There's some serious flooding going on in Houston. Like, it's legitimately bad. But you know what's worse? All the hate Colin Kaepernick is getting over his apparently insensitive tweet about said flooding. I mean, he did warn them that the hashtag 7 storm was coming. It's not his fault they didn't listen. And let's be honest, who doesn't love to enhance their brand at the expense of a serious disaster that's claimed some lives? You can't let their deaths be in vain. You gotta do something. What Cap did makes total sense. We would all do the same thing if we had a super cool hashtag that replaced a letter with a number. And this isn't the first time he's geniusly used a disaster to enhance his brand. Quote, I throw bigger bombs than that to Vernon. Hashtag OKC bombing. Hashtag 7 storm coming. 
What's the hate about this? But since you oversensitive sissies out there got to get all uptight, he decided to send prayers up for the flooding situation because we all know God gives extra help to those that hashtag. Cap's tweet game is as strong as his vision in the pocket. Y'all haters keep on hating while he do his thing. Hashtag Cap for president. Hashtag Cap for MVP. Hashtag Cap's already a Hall of Famer. I immediately regret this decision. Way to come strong, Darren. That was a solid piece. Congratulations to Steve and Lori Zeller. Their book, Raising Boys, The Zeller Way, has been nominated for K-Love's 2015 Book of the Year Fan Award. Steve and Lori appeared in our program back in February. And, of course, the book also features Stephen Copeland of Sports Spectrum. So congratulations. You can actually go to K-Love's website, K-Love Fan Vote, and help the Zellers out by voting for that. Our show is brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions, and in honor of that, we go around the room and we do our Pest of the Week. My Pest of the Week this week is New York Jets offensive coordinator Chan Gailey. Chan Gailey, who did not have a successful run with the Buffalo Bills or the Dallas Cowboys, has landed in the new, with the New York Jets, has said that they won't have a quarterback competition and that Geno Smith is their guy. Geno with his flashes of all-star brilliance. However, this week... Head coach Todd Bowles has said that the Jets will indeed have a competition for quarterback. Uh, not an open. Geno Smith's going to be the, uh, the lead guy. He's going to get all the first team reps, but it is a opportunity for everybody to show and there is competition. So Chan Gailey, you just got told from your head coach how it is. My pest of the week, Chan Gailey of the New York Jets. I have I have two parts of my past of the week. First is whatever loser picked up Andrew McCutcheon's pay stub during his or her tour of Wrigley Field and posted it online. It says personal information on it. Man, be, be cool. Hand it into the proper people. Don't post it online. But my second part is the U.S. and uh, and state governments, particularly the percentage of taxes they take out. Now you have McCutcheon who made eight hundred and twenty thousand six hundred and fifty nine dollars and eighty eight cents in a two week pay period, but only brought home four hundred and twenty seven thousand ninety eight dollars and forty nine cents. Now I realize it's a ridiculous amount of money to make in a year, let alone a two week period, but he paid almost four hundred thousand dollars in taxes. Almost half of his gross earnings were taxed. Like the government made almost as much as he did, and they did nothing. Every professional athlete pays the same tax percentage, which brings one question to my mind. How are we $7 trillion in debt as a nation? U.S. and state government, my pest of the week. My pest of the week is the Miami Marlins. Marlins, I stuck my neck out for you on our baseball show. I said you were a playoff team. I went to bat for you. Instead, as of the, this recording, they're 18-30. and 30. They've already fired a manager, and they've only won two of their last 10 games. The Marlins made a liar out of me, and they're my pest of the week. It's so Marlins. Yeah, they are struggling. Maybe they should appear in our program. It occurs to me that the Zellers appeared on our program, and all of a sudden they're nominated. Somehow I believe we can take credit for that. <laughs> Perhaps if the Miami Marlins appeared on our show, they might have this turnaround and all of a sudden be playing for yet another World Series so that they can rip apart the team a year later. <laughs> Benson and Those Guys is brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions. We want to thank you for joining us. We want to also thank Michael Johnstone for being on our program this week and keep him in prayer as he and his family head to Kosovo to be missionaries using the game of baseball to share the gospel message of Jesus Christ. Benson and those guys, you can follow us on Twitter at BTG Program. Visit our website, btgprogram.com. Benson and those guys is brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions.